Welcome to a Genuine Girl Podcast. My name is Meredith, and I'm just a college girl who's trying to keep it real while inspiring other girls to do the same. In this podcast, I talk through some of the experiences, thoughts, and feelings I've had as a college student in hopes of reminding you that you aren't alone, while providing insight to make your challenges easier to manage. I can't promise that I know everything, but I think that the beauty of this podcast comes from being genuine rather than being perfect. So sit back, relax, and get ready because things are about to get real. Do you overthink things? Because if so, girl, we're in the same club. I overthink things all the time. And today I'm going to be talking about how I'm trying to overcome those overthinking tendencies and how hopefully you can start doing the same. So here's the thing. For me right now, it is the beginning of second semester of sophomore year. It's a new year, a new semester, and usually this is the time when my overthinking tendencies are at their highest. I mean, I overthink all the time, but I feel like when I'm in a new situation or with people I don't really know, I tend to overthink more than ever. So needless to say, this is a topic I have been struggling with a little bit lately as I've started new classes and have been meeting new people and have just had to totally adjust my schedule from last semester. It's been a lot of learning and growing and trying to just keep my mind calm. (laughs) And it's hard when there's a lot of stress with academics and being social and getting enough sleep and all of those stressors that usually make up college life. Yes, they're still there. And that can just add to our tendency to overthink. But it's definitely highest right now for me. And so I wanted to talk about specifically what I've been overthinking and how I'm trying to overcome that because I do realize that overthinking takes up a lot and probably too much of my time and if I just didn't overthink so much, I would be able to live a happier, healthier life and be able to really focus on the things that matter in the present moment rather than trying to worry about the future or dwell on the past. So what do I overthink? Well, first things first, I overthink the past a lot. And that is in terms of conversations I had and things I decided to do with my life, whether it was yesterday or when I was like five. (laughs) And it's weird. I feel like I overthink in the most random of times. Like, I'll randomly think of this situation that happened like five years ago and I don't even know what triggered it, but it'll suddenly just come to my mind and I'll be reliving the situation again and overthinking it and getting just so embarrassed for myself and my head. I do this sometimes with conversations I had in the past. It's kind of wild because I remember conversations I had years ago, like not all conversations, I'm not that good, but certain conversations I've had with people that were just very awkward or that I felt uncomfortable in, I just hold on to those, of course, and sometimes those will just come to my mind. 
and I will replay exactly what I said, what I was thinking, what I was doing, what they were doing, and just cringe. And really, there's no point in doing that. I know it's over. The past is the past. And why am I thinking about it when I'm in the middle of taking a test or trying to sleep at night? I really don't know. But that definitely takes up some of my mental space. And in addition to that, just like I said, things that happened yesterday or last week are also very present in my mind and probably even more real because they just happened in a lot of cases. So again, conversations tend to be things that I overthink a lot in general. I'm not exactly sure why, but I think I just am hard on myself sometimes for how I speak, what I say, what I don't say. Okay, I even saw this little meme on Twitter one time and I have never related to something more. It basically, I don't even remember, it was some picture of like a guy staring out into the ocean. It was one of those really dramatic pictures and the caption was like, when you're trying to focus but you keep overthinking how you said here when the teacher called on you for attendance. I mean, wow, I've never related more, really. <laughs> I have been sitting in a classroom before. You know how teachers will call out the attendance, the roster, the role, I don't know what it's called, and they get to you and you have to say here. And there have been many here's in my life that I have said in very weird ways. Sometimes my voice will just completely give out and I'll be like, here. And sometimes I just sound really randomly high pitch, like here. And sometimes I sound really low pitch here. And oh my gosh, what am I even talking about? This is not related to the episode. Okay. But it is. Okay. I overthink that if you can't tell. And it's kind of annoying. <laughs> but it's little things like that that get in my everyday life that sometimes make the most difference and that I spend the most time thinking about. So that's one element of my overthinking is overthinking the past, what already happened that I cannot change. The other element of my overthinking has to do with the future and worrying about what the future is going to bring. I feel like, especially as I've gotten older, I'm worrying about the future more. If you have not listened to my last podcast, it actually is exactly about that topic of worrying about the future and what I'm worried about and how I'm trying to overcome that worry and not let it consume me. So this actually fits right into that. I didn't even think about that until I just said it. So there you go love those connections. But anyway, <laughs> I overthink a lot of what could happen to me in the future. Of course, more of just those everyday things like conversations with people around me or what I'm going to get for lunch. Guys, I overthink what I'm going to have for my meals way too much. Like, <laughs> I don't know why I focus so much on one meal, but it's like, I don't know, should I have strawberries or blueberries with that sandwich? Should I put Caesar or ranch dressing on that salad? I don't even know. Or should I go to the dining hall or should I go off campus? Do I have enough money for this? I don't know. I mean, I kind of do, but do I really need to be doing that with my life? Or should I just go back to my room and study? Do I even need to eat? Like, these are the thoughts that go into my mind. And 
if you can't tell, they are kind of overthinking. <laughs> so I think about stuff like that. And then, of course, sometimes late at night when I'm just really questioning all of my decisions in the past, I will also question all of the decisions I could possibly be making in the future, whether it's what job I'm going to have or where I'm going to live or what my major is going to be. I overthink that too sometimes and it's it's hard because it's like sometimes you feel like big decisions like those sound like big decisions to me right now. Maybe they're not. I don't know if any adults out there could help me out here. Tell me if these are big decisions. I think they're big decisions, but I also know from what I've heard that one decision like that, like what your major is going to be or where you're going to live or what job you're going to have, it hopefully usually won't make or break your entire life. Like you can be a business major and still do other things. You can live in one city and you don't have to stay there your whole life, you know? And so I'm trying to remember that when I tend to overthink those things because it's so easy for my head to be like, whoa, these are huge decisions. This is going to really affect your whole life and you better be careful, <laughs> which of course I want to be careful, but I also don't want to be like that careful where I'm just like doing some analysis by paralysis, if you know what I mean. I love that term. It's really fun. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> so I overthink a lot. I think we've established that. And maybe you can relate to some of these tendencies that I have to overthink, whether it be overthinking the past, the future, or both. Or maybe you're also like me in this respect, and you feel like you just overthink so much about everything that you don't even really realize it sometimes. Like, I feel like I probably don't realize every single moment that I'm overthinking something because it's almost become ingrained in my brain to overthink some things. Not everything. There are things I feel like I have better control over, but some certain situations or elements of my life I just tend to overthink constantly and it's much, much harder to get out of it, much less acknowledge it. And so that can definitely make this practice of stopping your overthinking tendencies a lot harder to do. So that's why I want to emphasize right off the bat that yes, I overthink a lot, you might overthink a lot, we might not even realize how much we're overthinking, but it's not going to just stop overnight. And it's not going to stop until we really put in the work to make it stop. And I feel like the work to really stopping overthinking is kind of hard. It's not something that we can just do in our spare time. Whenever we have a second, we can tell ourselves to stop overthinking. No, it's something we really need to implement into every second of every day because our thoughts are with us every second of every day. And if we're thinking, then, well, there's a chance that we are also overthinking. So that's one reason right there why I think it's so important to be diligent about trying to lessen those tendencies to overthink. Additionally, I think it's really important to acknowledge when we're overthinking and be able to overcome that effectively because 
it's crazy how quickly people can pick up on you overthinking. Yes, they might not be able to sit there and say, oh, she's overthinking, but they will be able to see a change in your mood, your attitude. You might appear to be down in the dumps. You might appear to be less confident, unable to make decisions. Wow, I'm just describing myself. <laughs> I'm kidding. Well, sometimes. But anyway, <laughs> I, you know, people are going to be able to pick up on that when you're overthinking things. And I didn't really realize that for a long time, but now the people around me, especially those who know me well and who are close to me, are totally able to say, girl, you're overthinking, you need to stop when I am overthinking, because they can just see a shift in my mood and how I'm approaching the day, my attitude towards life. I mean, it all changes when you're overthinking, even if you don't realize it. And you probably won't realize it until someone points it out because you're so in your head about other stuff that you can't also be focusing on how you're presenting yourself to the world. So that might have been a lot to take in, but I think that was just something that was kind of mind-blowing to me to learn that when I overthink, it actually does rub off on other people. They notice. It's like they can read my mind or something. It's, it's crazy. Anyway, I think that's the other important thing to remember is that your thoughts really create your reality and how you present yourself to the world and how other people see you. While, of course, I'm all about being genuine, I don't think any of us really want to be seen as this sad person who's not confident, who can't make decisions. Because if people see us like that, then they're going to make judgments and assumptions before we even have a chance to show them our genuine selves. Those consequences of overthinking that I just described that appear in how we present ourselves to the world, I don't think those are necessarily on purpose. That isn't us purposely trying to present ourselves a certain way. It's just how we naturally act because our mind is going in so many different directions. So it's not really fair because we aren't able to really be our true authentic selves. And if we just kind of stopped overthinking so much, we would have more space and energy and mental capacity to really be our real selves. So have I convinced you that it's important to stop overthinking? Because I've convinced myself <laughs> the problem is actually doing it. And if you can't tell, it's something I'm still heavily working on in my everyday life. But I thought it would be helpful to share a few of the tips that I've been implementing in my life to stop overthinking because maybe you guys can take away some of these tips and apply them to your life and use these as kind of a starting place to lessen your overthinking tendencies. These have helped me so much. Of course, like I have been saying, it's not something that can happen overnight. It's not something you can do in your spare time. It's just something you've always kind of got to think about in the back of your head. Don't overthink it though, okay? <laughs> Sorry, I had to. But here's what I've been doing to help myself, and hopefully this can help you as well. So the first tip that I've really been trying to focus on these past couple weeks, especially as this new semester is starting, I'm faced with so many new things, new classes, new people, 
new situations. I've really been trying to act as if. I saw this on, I believe it was ink.com, and it was very interesting to me. At first, I was not sure what to think, because basically the whole idea behind this is that you act the way you want to be. You act as if something you want it has already happened. You act as if that best case scenario of whatever you've been overthinking actually happens. And I think it's really cool. I was worried at first though because I didn't want to act as if everything was okay when it wasn't because that goes against my whole idea of being genuine. But then I realized there still is a way to be genuine but also act in the way you really want to be. I think you can be honest about your situation, you can be honest about how you're feeling, but that doesn't have to consume you and be the way that you see the world. You can still, you know, acknowledge the situation and be genuine and okay with sharing that with others, but then put on a different attitude. Change your frame of mind and start acting as if that interview you just had scored you your dream job. Start acting as if that grade you're so stressed about in your class is going to be an A at the end of the semester. Of course, don't go around pretending like it's already happened, like, I got a job, or I got an A, when you really haven't. That's not very genuine. But if you can just be honest with where you're at and what your situation is, but then choose to look at the glass half full rather than half empty, and see all of the possibilities and the great things that can come out of whatever you're overthinking, people will be able to see that. That will be reflected in how you present yourself to the world. You're going to appear more confident, more poised, happier, healthier, and you're probably going to feel that on the inside too if you keep that mindset of positivity and hope rather than that fear and worry. This goes along with the second thing I've really been doing, which is just instead of looking at the worst possible scenario, looking at the best possible scenario. Because when I'm overthinking things, I tend to be thinking of the worst possible thing that could happen. If it was something in the past, I tend to instantly go to the worst things about that situation. Whether it was how awkward I was, or how bad I sounded, or how weird I was, or just all of these negative things, you know? That tends to be what my brain goes to first, naturally. If it's something in the future, on the other hand, I tend to just worry about the worst possible scenario. I think, well, I don't think I'm gonna get that job, and then if I don't get that job, then, well, I'm not going to have money or happiness, and then if I don't have any of that, then I don't know where I'm gonna live, and if I don't know where I'm gonna live, then how am I going to have a healthy life? I, I, I don't know, you know? And so what I've really had to start challenging myself with is instead of allowing my mind to just run off to these negative places, I stop it and I make it go to that positive place. I think it's easier to do this rather than trying to just say, nope, not overthinking, not not thinking about that at all, we're just not going to think about it. That's not really realistic sometimes to say that. I think 
if we can be okay with overthinking, as long as it's healthy and in a positive place, then that'll make this idea of lessening our overthinking tendencies a lot easier to accomplish. Because then we'll be thinking about the best case scenario, the great things that could happen. If we get that job, then we're going to be able to live where we want. We're going to be happy. We're going to be around friends and family. And we can know that every day we wake up, we're doing something we're really passionate about. Like all of those things just make me excited because I think, wow, this is what could happen. This is really cool. Like, and I never think about that stuff up front. In fact, sometimes I never think about that stuff until whatever happens really happens. Then you think about it. But, you know, it's just kind of refreshing to go into your thoughts with that mindset. And even if you are overthinking them still, I mean, it's good because you're not overthinking the bad things. You're overthinking all the good things which I really don't think is such a bad form of overthinking at all. Another tip that I saw recently online, and honestly, I laughed at this at first, okay? And I'll be honest, I still have not tried this myself, but it's definitely worth bringing up because I've been thinking about it more and I've I've realized that it might actually be helpful. Okay, basically... The tip says to schedule a time every day to overthink. Schedule 30 minutes or an hour, I mean, however long you want, I guess, in your daily life every day to sit down and worry and overthink. And that kind of sounds, (laughs) it does not sound like a great way for me to spend my time, but then I thought about it after reading it and I was like, well... I probably would save a lot of time from overthinking throughout the day if I would just save it all for one specific time slot at the end of my night, for example. But at the same time, after thinking on this for a while, I've realized that if I don't want to spend 30 minutes of my day overthinking, then why am I allowing these thoughts to take over my mind all day long? I mean, if I don't want to sit down and spend 30 minutes to do it, then I shouldn't be allowing myself to be okay with it happening throughout the day. Even if it doesn't seem like it's 30 minutes worth, if I sat down and wrote down every time I overthought something throughout the day, I'm sure it would take that much time when you really put it all together to think of all those things. So I think the whole point of this tip is just to kind of get your mind off of overthinking on a consistent basis because if you set aside a time for yourself, then throughout the day when you catch yourself starting to overthink, you can remind yourself no and kind of train yourself to do it at a specific time and then hopefully over time you'll be less and less likely to actually use those full 30 minutes for example and maybe one day you won't have to have that time in there at all and you'll just be fully trained to not overthink at all. Wow, that would be nice, wouldn't it? (laughs) So that's just something I wanted to bring up. I think it could be really interesting. I should probably give it a try and just see what I think. If anyone else does give it a try, please let me know because I would really love to hear how it works for you. My last tip is simply to talk it out with someone. Sometimes I think we all get this idea that overthinking means over 
thinking. It means we can't necessarily talk to people about our thoughts. And I've struggled with this a lot because I get in my head a lot and I just don't really like to tell people exactly what I'm thinking sometimes because, of course, there are fears. For people I don't know very well, I'm, of course, afraid of being judged. And for people who I'm closer with, I'm worried, well, I guess of being judged, but more that they're going to see something different in me and not want to be my friend anymore or, you know, whatever it is. It's it's just weird. We all have these fears, I think, and they definitely are irrational because if people truly care about us or want to get to know us, they're not going to care so much if we tell them what we're thinking. I mean, we should be able to trust them and be okay with that. And those people who can accept us for all of our overthinking tendencies are the people we want to keep in our lives, right? So, of course, there are fears that get in our mind, but I have to remind myself of that, that people will accept me for me if they're meant to be in my life, and if not, then they're obviously not the right person for me. So, sometimes it really does help to be okay with sharing your thoughts with others. It takes a lot of courage and vulnerability, but it can make you feel so much better when you do it. For example, this podcast is probably a prime example of me sharing my thoughts with other people. I try to be very open and honest, and it is very vulnerable and I definitely still worry about what people are going to think of me. It's not like I'm over here just whipping out these episodes like it's no big deal. Like, I really do put a lot of thought into each one and worry about the outcome. Of course, it's gotten a lot better as I've gone through, and at the beginning I was very nervous of what people would think of me, but as it's gone on, I've really been able to grow and it's not something that bothers me as much, but I think part of that is because I've been able to talk it out and talk out how I'm feeling with other people and even better, I've been able to hear from you guys that I'm not alone and that you're going through some of this stuff and thinking the thoughts that I am as well. So it really helps sometimes to talk to people if you're overthinking or whatever. I I think this tip is just a life tip, I guess. Just talk to people. Don't be afraid to share who you are with the world or how you're feeling with the world because people can really help you out. Like, I've gotten some great advice from people I've talked to and I've overthought things. A lot of times I they've helped me realize that I'm definitely not being rational about whatever I'm overthinking and that in reality it's not a big deal. They've given me different ways to look at things and have really helped give me some good tips to stop overthinking so much. And in addition, as I said, a lot of people have also been able to relate with me, which I think is equally as impactful as people being able to help you get through it, is having people who are right there with you wanting to get through it. So, sorry that got pretty deep there, but I just want you to know, like, don't feel like you always have to keep it in your head. Sometimes just talking it out is the best thing you can do. So, if you need anybody to talk to, I'm always here, so feel free to reach out to me on social media, through email, however you want to reach me. 
And just remember that you're not alone. If you overthink, I'm right here with you. And let's try to get out of our heads and live a happier, more present life together. All right, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. And if you did, let me know. And I will talk to you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of A Genuine Girl. If you liked it, I'd really appreciate a rating or a review on whichever platform you're listening. They make such a big difference by helping A Genuine Girl reach even more people. Also, don't forget to follow me on social media at One Genuine Girl. All letters, no numbers. You'll stay up to date with everything going on with the brand. Have a great week, and until next time, stay genuine, girl.